there's such a glory on the inside out that's saying, look at me now, Satan. Look at me now. You thought I was going to lose. Look at me now. You thought I was going to quit. Look at me now. You thought I was going to faint. Look at me now. You thought I was going to be depressed. Look at me now. You thought I was going to die. Look at me now. You thought I wasn't going to finish. Look at me now. You thought I wasn't going to possess every promise. Look at me now. Your praise is like, look at me now. Your giving thanks is like, look at me now. The glory is like, look at me now. The joy is like, look at me now. Your praise can't be contained. It's like, look at me now, devil. Look at me always win. Look what always win looks like, devil. In your face. In your space, nothing you can do about it. Nothing. No matter who you send, no one. When it comes to anything, nothing. Any place, no place. Can stop my God. Can stop a child of God. Devil, you tripping. Watch me, Prince. Watch me step further and further in my walk. Watch me walk it out. Watch me talk when I walk and I walk when I talk. Watch me confess and see. Watch me taste and see. Watch me eat at the Lord's table in the presence of you as my enemy. Watch my hand be anointed with oil over and over again. Watch me rededicate my life and be forgiven over and over. Be refreshed over and over. Be renewed over and over again. Watch me declare and decree, so shall it be established. These angels came to me. And they said to me, it's going to be painful. The heavier get, it's going to be painful. And I started thinking about it. I started crying like, oh my God, what are you saying to me? That's a bad report. But there are no bad reports in the kingdom. Hello? So I have to look at and think about who I'm really talking to, who I'm in a company with. The supernatural. That's pretty much saying that Satan can overtake when he has no place. He has no right. He has no authority. He has no dominion. He has no power. So I know I always win. When the angels say, it's going to be painful, pain is the joy set before you. That's what pain means in the kingdom. Because God would not have anything to feel bad from a God that's good. You better get that. God is eliminating all the myths that we've been receiving from generation upon generation upon generation. It's going to feel painful. Painful means joy set before you. That's why Christ endured the cross. You endured your pregnancy. You endured your preparation for whatever you're about to give birth to. He said, the joy is set before you. You're going to look better, feel better as this thing continue to grow inside of you. You're going to walk this walk so powerful. No devil, no demon can stop you. No devil, no demon can come after you. No devil or demon can come in you. Because you have angels camping around you. And the words that you say, they commission to bring up the past. They back you up because you backing up what God said. You confirm every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God by repeating it. 
How dare any of us to feel low? How dare any of us to feel discouraged? How dare we even ever? Pain is good. Preparation is good. Persecution is good. And the devil wants us to think it's bad. That's why we try to avoid it. I don't want to go near persecution. I'm going to run because outside of the persecution, there goes the reward. Because faith worketh what? Patience. He's trying to have us to run from patience. Trying to have us to deny patience. So patience can't have a perfect work and we'd be blessed and entirely wanting nothing. He wants us to begin to want something. He wants us to go back to wanting something. Making a start to want something. Well, that's not even our start, neither our finish. Because the walk that we walk, God is the author and the finisher of our faith. It's okay to be, you know, going through a challenge, but you better get up. You better get up quick. You better snap out of it permanently. Because the greater one on the inside of you, the same on the inside of me. You better snap out of it quick. Don't allow you to talk you out of what God is saying to you. Now you talking what Satan wants to say to you. Really trying to stop and have you to abort with spirit and in truth. You are more powerful now than you ever have been before. Be glad you have a date. This angel came and gave me the exact date. I'm thinking outside of time. No, she's talking about season and time. That's why we got to humble ourselves and be quiet. See, what caused Moses to go down from Mount Sinai so fast is because he heard them making a loud sound. And he asked God, what are they doing down there? I never heard such, you know, loudness. And God pretty much told him, go see. He didn't, he didn't expect to find them worshiping another God. Why he up there, you know, talking to their God regarding them and him. He wasn't ready. He had to go back up. Because had he been mature enough, he wouldn't have dropped them. He broke a commandment after receiving them. And he broke one before he received them. He murdered, but was forgiven. Here go the commandments. Don't kill. Don't steal. Love me with all your heart, soul, mind, body, and strength. And don't forget another commandment. Love thy neighbor as thyself. There was no love for the neighbors. He was pissed. You can't love somebody and demonstrate a fruit if you operate in anger. It's contrary to it. He was so pissed that he dropped what God said. Now you got to go back up there and go through that process again. You don't want to give birth to something prematurely. You and I don't even want to carry something and abort it or miscarry it. Because it's not that you're going to lose it. It's that you got to go through it all over again. You don't want to keep having brand new starts in the same season for the same thing. 
That's like driving around the same corner every five seconds to the same light and not going where you actually trying to go. How you going ever, I ever get there? The devil wants us to be afraid. Yeah, right. No weapon form shall ever prosper. The devil is the enemy. He's the evil one. You got to really look at yourself. I'm not going through no persecution. No one is attacking me. No one throwing no dots at me. I'm being respected. Talked about, appreciated. The devil is a liar. I don't care what he try to make it look like to me. Or you. You've been given the power. You've been given the ability to say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say that. The devil playing with you. Have you thinking that you're not going to fulfill or it's not happening for you? This angel said, the first of every month is a new month for you. Let me tell you guys something. Approaching 40 was not easy to even think that that'll be my year for me. I still have time until I receive the number 40. And I was like, ah, uh, I want to tell nobody, you know, my age, you know what I'm saying? Whatever with that. It wasn't on the parade up and down, to be honest. I was like, ah, uh, okay, 40, yay, when the time come, right around the corner. And sweetheart, you know, just for you two. I was like, you know, I'm a year and six months older than him, you know? I was like, uh, he's 38. <laughs> I'm 39, <laughs> you know, six months, I'll be 40. I was like, oh, I'm exaggerating a little bit, you know, not without lying, you know, just not giving up the age or the year. And God said to me, the reason why I chose in this year is because this is the year for you. This is the year for you. I have written this down before you enter to your mother's womb. See, you guys say I move due to a delay and it's never denied. There are no delays in my book. Why? Because a delay is a pause of my plan being manifested. There's no place of pause in my written work. I have written, I have written, I have written from the end to the beginning. That means I have written my glory around your mistakes. That's why I said I remember your mistakes no more. I remember your sins no more. I have blotted them out. They're not in my book. That's why I have to move from the end to the beginning. Because the end of a thing, there's my glory. That's why I said, seek me first, then what? Everything be added. That's the end of it. Let patience have his perfect work, then what? Be blessed, tidy, white, nothing. The end of it. There's three parts to everything. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Beginning, middle, end. Happily ever after. It is written. It is finished. You understand? God say 40 is a number of not just restoration, but reconciliation. 
new birth, new life, new level. Everything brought back to its original state. It's a jubilee. Why did it take powerful people to encounter 40 days, 40 nights for something to be outside of that that happened to save the entire body of Christ? 40 was portrayed so many times. Do you know 40 is the most slashes someone could get on their back during the crucifixion during Christ? You can't have more than 40 slashes. That was the law back then. We all know Christ fasted 40 days, 40 nights. We all know Moses did too. We all know Ezekiel did too. If I'm not mistaken, Elijah had something to do with 40. You know, it rained with the great flood 40 days. Forty is a very powerful number in the Bible. It's, it's when God moves, just like the Israelites in the wilderness 40 years. Come on. Hallelujah. God said, that's when I use you to impact the entire body of Christ. And guess what? The body is everybody. Did you know that? Because it's his body, not ours we're representing. So we're thinking it's according to salvation due to who's saved. His body is the sacrifice for us all, whether people have confessed he's savior or not. It's not going to change the fact that he bled for them too. That's why it's so important for us to go and be used. To snatch them out the enemy's hand too. Just like somebody did me, same they did for you. That's our assignment. And it's so powerful. It's so powerful. That's what God is doing. And I thought, sweetheart, and the rest of you guys... I was like, you know, um, I don't have to talk about my age. And God said, that's why I chosen that age. Because this is the mark of you for the rest of your life. Watch what happens to you. Watch what you give birth to. Sweetheart, you a partaker. You're not a carrier. You do receive promises. But every man that finds a wife, she's the courier of them. And she has to push them out. Do you know we think about Mary all the time and how she had to go through everything. But we forget to think about how much Joseph had to go through. He had to go through a lot. Something that never happened. We heard about how he's going to come, but we never thought he would come. And you, we never thought it would be you. You're the one 
You know, Goliath, he harassed the Israelites for 40 days. People think that he just won the fight. Goliath wasn't really a rebel as they make him to be. Only because he didn't serve out God. But so many don't even now and still say they love him. Come on. If you don't believe God, how can you serve him? If you have your own plan, how can you yield to his? If you live under your own will, your own advantages, how can you will unto his? It's not our way and his. See, the thing is about Goliath, he had an issue with Saul. Because Goliath's tribe and Saul's tribe, generations down, was at war and they killed Goliath's family members. But Saul looking like, I don't know to do it. That wasn't even there. But still, it's your bloodline. That's like beef against beef. I'm still holding a grudge. And that's why he was there harassing them for 40 days. Because they kept trying to find someone. Saul kept trying to find someone to take care of his dirty work. He didn't want to fight Goliath. But he was the next one there close to his height to anybody else. That's why they chose him unto God. He's the tallest of us all. He looks like a king. He's big and handsome and rich. And God still ordained him before time. That's the only reason why he was so threatened by David. Because David looked the opposite and had the most heart. See, many of the times we don't like to hold ourselves accountable and humble ourselves and say, can you help me be humble like you? Can you teach me how to, he felt like, you know what? I'm in this chair. I'm not going to ask you. You're beneath me. But he kept finding a reason to hate him. Someone comes the opposite of how I appeal and appear, excuse me, take this man down in front of me and I couldn't do it. So it's like, you know what? Hold ourselves accountable. When we make mistakes, guess what? I did and I bounced back. Guess what? I thought that now I'm thinking straight. It's not that way anymore for me. Do you understand? Period. Period. I had no idea that visions can leap. And sweetheart, God may have your praise, your prayers to be more intense on your end for you and me. Everybody else too. You may have been fired up today. You may have been, you know, in praying, you know, Interceding more than you really normally do. Because today I was feeling discouraged. Like, hold on. You told me I'm going to have to bear pain and persecution. At the end, it's going to hurt the whole time. That type of pain feels good. It's glory. You want that type of pain. Because that type of pain come with no pressure. Because God said, yo, easy burden light. That type of pain come with instructions. That type of pain come with revelations. That type of pain come 
with different ways that God used you to escape. It comes with edification. So I'm on a level now that I got to come up higher in what I used to do. I got to really stir myself up. I really have to stir myself up. Do what I have to do. I didn't know it was coming like that towards me. I had a dream. They had to tell me in a dream. Gabriel was trying to tell me, but he just stood there. Because I already probably had in my heart already what he's coming for. That means I'm not even giving him a chance to even speak or tell me anything. So we have to humble ourselves. I said, Gabriel, come back again. And this time it's going to be a different encounter. You betcha that. Sweetheart, the third quarter class was our spiritual dad's class. And he had another pastor, you know, teach it. But he was the one who was responsible for it. It was called Spirit of Offense. And it was taught a lot on MP3. And our spiritual dad said, God always talked to me about the ones who don't seek to get behind the pulpit and preach ask me to preach and ask me to, to see what they can do about their talents. God talks to me about people and their gifting and their talents. And I always listen when God says any name to me. So kick his tail with your praise. You know, it's so amazing that God sent the angels to say what they said. That's amazing to me because it gives me the actual time frame that I'm going to be like that. You know, um, to me, it's like God did a new thing. He always did a new thing every second that the seraphims are declaring Holy, holy, holy. But God wants to do a new thing with you in your life. What is that new thing? Because the angels, I have never, you know, read in the word that they've given somebody the exact time frame. They just came to say what's about to take place. The closest I could think of is Sarah around this time next year. You know what's so amazing? I had no idea that I was carrying something so big. I had no idea. To be honest, I thought I was carrying something like that all along, and I wasn't even at all. It was just preparing for what's about to take place in my belly. And I thought earlier that it can skip. It doesn't skip. It goes just like a natural giving of birth. Every month by month, you have to go to each developmental stage with your vision, with God's promises. 
with God's purpose for your life. And Holy Spirit said, go back to your spiritual dad. So for the third quarter, I had his class. And the teachings, he was saying, um, God talks to me about who. And it's always the ones who are humble. So many just want to, you know, be heard and seen. And it's not always, you know, because they want to be seen or just they want to show that they know God too. But when you just do anything unto the Lord, no matter where you are, that means that you're that humble to go wherever God wants you to go without having somewhere specifically in your mind. I'll go anywhere. Not I'll go to the clean places, God. Forget the dirty ones. Yeah, I'll lay hands on the easy folks, but not the ones who seem to be challenging. I'll lay hands on the back pain, but not on no, you know, terminal illness. I raise the dead, you know, mentally, but not physically. God says, do my spiritual dad in the teaching. God looking for someone who's willing to do it all. And he said, you're going to stand out. You're not going to really have any, you know, people close in your reach all the time. And good thing that you were obedient to let go of the people that God wanted to pull you away from. And it's not talking about since I've been rededicated back. It's the ones who just don't want to worship God, period, and try to hold you back. When you keep saying you don't want to do worldly things, they keep trying to throw it in your face like that. I said, I'm good. It's like, nah, you ain't good till you do this again. Nah, God would not bring nobody around you that's not suitable for your purpose. And I had no idea that my spiritual dad said, look at me. Look at him. He was testifying. I don't, you don't see me with no gang of people. You just see me rolling with my wife. That's the call on my life. Now, I have a lot of spiritual children, a lot of you know friends who come around me. But for the most part, it's just me and my wife. In other words, that's my road dog. It may be like that for you. My spiritual dad said, but you have to allow God to have it to be that way for you. Many of us keep wanting the opposite. You want to be around everybody. And God is want everybody to be drawn to him through you. You can hang out and have fun and do things with people, but you really, really have to come away with God. And sweetheart, I had no idea. I thought you'd just be around people all the time. You don't. But you'd be used all the time to be, you know, a blessing. You're quick to jump on an opportunity someone bring you away. To exalt God. Or just to be a friend. Somebody call you and say, you want to hang out and, or go somewhere if you're not doing anything? Sure. You don't have everybody in your house all the time in your space? Probably ever. If any. You have a lot of people that's around you, but you know, you're not in everybody's face all the time. That's what my spiritual, what our spiritual father was saying. You don't have that lifestyle. You think people don't know that? They see you away with him all the time. 
They know. Don't think people don't read the word and know that the word still, you know, is effective to this day and forevermore. You understand? I begin to thank God for everything. He's worthy of it all. God is so good. You know how to remain in praise, elevation in praise. I had that midterm today, sweetheart. I had some things I had to take care of today. Today is the last day of the third quarter. One more quarter than the first year down. Three more to go. <laughs> yeah, it's going fast. You know, and the spirit of offense is dad's class. You know, it was taught by another pastor too. And, you know, an A student in that class. I thank God for it. Not playing around with it. Hallelujah. So you're going to feel different. You're going to feel so much better every day. You're going to feel so inspired. Or what God is doing over there with you. Just enjoy what he's doing in your life. Know that everything you've been praying for. And patiently waiting for. Have people to intercede for. Is happening for you. And I have my proof. Because I'm carrying it. I didn't say it. I didn't show myself. I didn't even know myself. God sent two beautiful hosted angels to tell me in detail, talking to you. Every first of the month is a different month. You know, March will be approaching soon, and there goes the third month. The ninth month will be September. That's my birthday month. I'll be turning 40, and... I was like, I'm just going to go on a cruise. God said, uh, you might not want to do that. 
because I was at the airport one time and I was pushing out something, you know, for the um, riot that was going on. Yeah, so I don't know where I left off. <laughs> Just enjoy what God is doing. I'm excited for you because I thought it was you for a while. What is he doing? He need to come over here whole time. It's not you. It's not you. Did you feel different January the 1st? The new year. What did you declare? That this is your your year, right? <laughs> did you feel it in your spirit? I don't know how was I going to hide the age 40 from you <laughs> in September. I was like, ah. Oh, God said, go back to where I left off. Thank you, God. I was at the airport doing a riot in Chicago, and I had to push out the piece for that that atmosphere. So I couldn't hold it. I had to run to the bathroom in the, I was in the uh, airport terminal. I'm like, Oh my God, hurry up, hurry up, get to the bathroom. They're like, Oh my gosh, you gotta go real bad. So hurry up, let her go. And I was like, Jesus. They was like, they probably like, wow, what does she eat? If she's talking like that in there, but I was just crazy. I was giving thanks. And I don't think I want to be on no cruise like that. <laughs> I'd rather be at home. Cause I couldn't find nowhere to go and let that out on that, you know, in the airport. But it's not to hold it in, but it's like, you know, that's a place where people deal very quiet, you know, catching their flight. And then you all, you know, stuff like, are you okay? You know, Jesus. I given birth one time in church. I never forget this awesome minister at the time. <clears throat> Lay beside me on the floor, right with a uh, <clears throat> sweetheart. When you guys come from out of singing. You come down on steps in the back. I was right there. Were you guys praying that? I was right there on the floor. And she was holding me from behind. And I was like, she said, just push. I'm like, <gasps> she said, just push. And people looking like, oh my God, is Q really pregnant? No, no. This is spiritual. And someone said to me, a leader there, they seen that happen many a times before, but different places. Yeah, I don't want to want to see that. No. Yeah. So God said, you might want to be home. <laughs> you might want to be somewhere near. Yeah. And we looking at natural pregnancies, you know, being so much of, it's actually the spiritual ones because that paves the way for everything to take place naturally. So it's like you've given birth to everything at one time, but it's coming out differently. You understand? And that's amazing. This is... um. The only time I'm going to talk about it today is with you, sweetheart, because it was said to me today, you know, three in the morning. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. You're already aware. Not nothing to keep broadcasting. You already know. You know, but God waited till I turned 40. Really, God? <laughs> you waited till I turned 40. <laughs> you waited for the 40 number. Yeah. The number 40. Oh, God, the 40 number. The number 40. <laughs> Sweetheart, I'm floating backwards again. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm okay. I got it. Yeah. I'm okay. I feel good. I feel very good. So good.
way down in my soul, God. So your praise is going to come up higher. You're going to feel so good about yourself. You're going to be in the mirror a little more. You are. You're going to be in the mirror like, you know, I look good. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hallelujah. I love you. I just want to say God bless you. Thank you. I really have to go. I have somewhere to be. Mwah. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. I did, you know, got in touch with the midterms today. I had to actually let, you know, today's the last day for the third quarter. You know, and I'm just soaking before God, but I can feel you're going to feel so good. You're going to be feeling yourself. And I mean that, you know, emotionally and spiritually, mentally. Yeah, you'll be feeling yourself. Like, I look good, you know, because the inside showing the outside. Like, I feel good, yeah. I feel strengthened. I feel wise. I feel motivated, encouraged. I feel fired up like never before. Yeah. What you're doing is feeding what I'm carrying. Thank you. Isn't this amazing? My God. God's still the same, yo. Hold on, hold on, hold up. He did us a hand in them. And look at us like that. Come on now, 2024, God doing that. Still. Look, at, look how different the times change. Look at them back then. Look at us right here. The way I be dressed and everything. I got my little, you know, my bundles going on and everything. They had that back then. <laughs> you got your locks going on. I don't know if they had that back then. Well, you got it done. They ain't do it like that back then. They ain't do it like we doing it now. <laughs> You understand? Look at the style now. Look, look how we live now. Look at the places. Look at, look at the, you know, agriculture. Look at the landscape. You understand? I'm about to look at the economy, but we live off of having the economy. I'm trying to tell you, I'm about to go to shrimp now immediately. You understand? <laughs> Hallelujah. But look, sweetheart, look at us. Oh my goodness. Just like them in the Bible. Carrying around a vision. Like everybody else who have given birth. To what God has called them to do. Be patient. Just know that you have some time. You had the whole spring and the whole summer. <laughs> you have the stuff for whatever God wants to do. Just don't think of it too much. Just know that it's coming out in September. You can know that for a fact. It's coming out in September. <laughs> God said, I'll be 40. Oh, Father, you waited until I turn 40. <laughs> I was 36 when I came to you. Yeah. You were 34 going on 35. I remember. You were 34 and you turned 35 the 20, 2021. I remember that birthday. Yeah, you turned 35. 36, 2022. 37, 2023. 38, 2024. I know. I keep an eye on you. Yeah. I'm talking to you. You look amazing for your age. You know, God told me, don't you dare hide your number. I was like, I don't want the white to know. Oh, Kanisha, come on. Yeah. I was like that. And I was like, no, he wanted to know. He could think I'm, you know, his age. <laughs> you probably already do. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love you. Thank you for your fire. 
Thank you for your zeal. Thank you for your integrity, your patience. You are helping me so much. I need you. I want you to look at this as a natural baby. What would you do to help me? Treat me as that woman that's at home with you already married and carrying your first baby. What would you do to me? What would you do for me? Do that spiritually now for me. Because I'm going to need that in order for you to have anything naturally coming from me. God has placed it all in me. Now I have to be used and take it seriously to push it out when it's time. And God's given me a time. September. That's why the angel said, you have some time. You, you're three months. I mean, two months. You'll be three. You very soon. The first of each month. Two months. I mean, God, he started the first of January. The first year. The fresh start. Starting fresh year. Fresh start. I'm happy for you. You know I'm happy for you. Because you're a blessing. You're blessed to be a blessing. The devil is such a liar, you know. This pregnancy feels so real. Nothing I ever carried felt like this before. No. And I was sitting there joking with you when God says it's gonna be times when I'm like, or you're like, is this real or spiritual? And I'm like, uh, spiritual, uh, both or something like that. I was just, you know, kidding around, mark, well, not mocking God, but just laughing, goofing off. But He meant that. Because if I was married to you right now, I'd be like, you know what, sweetheart? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We got to go find out. It feels too real. Yeah, it feels too real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We would never be disappointed. The angel, I never forget, their meaning is good. And we turn it for bad, but they turn it for good. When she said you're going to be disappointed a lot, that means there are a lot of opportunities to receive glory. You're going to experience a lot of pain. That means a lot of joy set before you. I'll never forget an angel said to me, love feels so good and love feels so bad. I'm like, so bad? Why do you say bad? Because in the kingdom... It don't matter what word and what term that you try to use it for, it's still good. So bad still mean good. Trouble still mean good. You bet I'm gonna get up. Jesus. <laughs> Trials still mean good. You understand tribulation still mean good. Glory still mean good. Weight to glory still mean good. Pain still mean good. Bad still mean good. Evil still mean good. Cause no devil, no demon can out touch out. Top God. So enjoy you doing what you're doing. I know you feel good. Yeah, I know you feel good. I know you feel good. <laughs> you're supposed to feel good. <laughs> I'm going to go now. I love you. Mm-hmm. My love, you are so special to me. Mm-hmm. I'm really going to get off of here now. <laughs> I keep saying that. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's not easy to get off here with you. No, but I need to. Yeah. <laughs> Greater is he who's in us than he's in the world, Buka. Mwah. Love you.